to see we been... no 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 shout out where you're from bro oh, don't I'm get from it. LA a lot of people know this by now <laughs> if you don't I mean, that's on you but yeah, that's pretty known where you from Briscoe where you from Briscoe there we go we from LA <laughs> bro, I'm still waiting on my invite man I've always wanted to go to LA you from I mean, like East LA you can go when you want but hey <laughs> <laughs> you from like East LA like or where I'm from South Los Angeles oh City Angels. Yep, there we go. All right, man. Daniel, Daniel been on here before. Y'all probably already know him too, but go ahead and quick, give a quick um recap of yourself, man. Uh, my name is Daniel. I'm a senior A&M uh, from Kaufman, Texas. Uh, I'm about to graduate. That's about it. Yes, sir. Black excellence. Every so, day. Before we get started, usually we do like a quote. So, like, you two, Isaac and uh, Daniel, whoever got, like, a good quote they live by. So, start with you. Do you got a good quote that you live by? Uh, Art, but if I look it up, I can read it real good. (laughs) So, we might have to start with Daniel. Uh, I got one I'm living by for 2022. Uh, to write your vision and convictions in ink and write your plans in pencil. Wait, say it one more time. Say it yeah. again. That was deep. Write your vision and convictions in ink and write your plans in pencil. Explain that for the people. All right, all right. Pretty deep. So, pretty deep. so I heard this this past Sunday in, in church, right? And so Pastor Robert Madu, he was preaching and he was like, uh you know what I mean like things can change all the time so like as long as you like write your vision down and like you run to it and it's an ink like it's not going to change or right? you can't erase ink right you can't erase like whatever it is that you got going for you whatever it is that you got set in your mind and then your convictions are the things like that you're not going to fall under so it's like I won't do this and I won't do this because it's going to like remove me from my vision from getting there to where I need to go but like your plans as to how you get there, they are always changing. So it might take a little longer. You might plan for it to be this way or plan for it to be that way. But like no matter what, you're gonna still get to the vision because it's not erasable. It's not like it's not gonna change. Yes, sir. So whatever it takes, however you're gonna get there, 
you're going to live by certain standards. You know what I mean? That's like really those convictions are just like certain standards. Like, oh, I'm not going to do this because like that's going to pull me away from where I need, like from my vision. You know what I mean? That's pulling me away from what it's like, what's supposed to be important to me. All right. So, yeah, before you explain it, I was about to say, like, when you write your plans in ink, too, because like you want to try to stick to your plan. But when you explained it, it was like your plans might not always fall through. So it's to write it in pencil. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's always changing, bro. Like, I mean, I didn't plan on uh, graduating in four years. I plan on graduating in two and a half or three. You know what I mean? And then here I am, my fourth year, my, you know, and I'm on time, quote unquote, but it's not what I had planned it to be. So I had to reevaluate the plan and erase wait, it. Hold up, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So I graduated in four years. Are you trying to talk down on me, bro? No, nah, not at all. You know what That's I mean? Normal, like, I, I came hey. in, I came uh-huh. in with different, with different things on my plate. You know? He tried like trying to flex on me, bro. I like, mean, I was just saying, yeah, like, boy, it's personal to me. You know what I mean? each his own. Well, but also that ties to like, uh, like when you're in college and, and you have a major. I changed my major, I think three or four times when I was in school. You know, yeah. you, like you you go to school and or you go to college and everybody's like, oh, like that's when you figure out you, what you want to do. And a lot of people, uh, I know, I remember my freshman year. I think all my friends, we all changed our majors just because I mean, we were none of us were in the same major, but all of us changed to other things just because you change your heart. You know, you realize. You thought you want to do something, and you got to college, and you didn't want to take certain classes, and you didn't want to do certain things, and yeah. mind your mind changes. Because I think they say your mind doesn't yeah. fully start like evolving, stop until you're like almost thirty or something. It's like twenty-five. Yeah, it's like thirty or something like that. So, uh, me, so like me, what you do, what you want to do, your mindset it's continuously changing. So like I said, I, I change mine. Three or four times until I graduated. So that's like, yeah, yeah, your your goals don't have to be in pen. They can be in ink or whatever. They can definitely be in pencil. That's just I feel like goals only to put you on a path to get you going. But like that end goal is whatever whatever you make of it. Well, no, no. Like he said, his vision. I feel like vision and goal right. are the same thing. So that's in ink, but the plan is in pencil. Like how you get to that vision or goal. Yeah. Right. Like a goal. All right. So then like I'm reading this book, right? I started doing that. And this is had nothing to do with this, but like I'm trying to show y'all this book that like I'm yeah. shadowing this doctor and he gave me this book. He was like, What's it called? It's called Grit. Y'all right. read it? Nah, but once you finish it, send it my way. I got you. <laughs> Grit, the power of of, pa- of passion and perseverance, right? And so like in the chapter that I'm in, they're talking about like passion and perseverance and like having low goals, medium goals, and then like then there's like the main goal. Right. And so like a low goal in your daily life would be like, okay, I'm gonna get up today by eight. And then what's the medium goal? The medium goal is, but I gotta get to class by eight fifty. Feel me? That's the medium goal. That's like it has more requirement of you like to do that and to get there. But then like the end goal for that, if you do those things every day, the end goal is for you to graduate. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So but yeah, those are just Jay- but those are just goals. Those are just goals. The vision, yeah. however, it's consisted of a multitude of goals leading up to like at the end. The main goal. It's the main, nah, not even the main goal, can it? It's like that's the end uh, vision of like what you pictured. That's the like that's the main picture that you like painted in your head prior. And so like my vision for myself is to be is to be a doctor, you know, is to be a surgeon. But then like for me to get there or whatever, I have to do these certain goals and like complete these tasks as I'm going through. Yeah. Okay. 
So me, like we talked about this before on the on our goals episode, but the way we kind of said it was like we said little goals, like stepping stones, like short term goals that work towards our long term goals. Mm-hmm. So it's the same instance of what you just said, like short, medium, and then a large goal. So yeah. But it's ironic though that y'all brought up changing majors, because to my knowledge, I feel like all four of us changed our major already. But that was crazy that y'all said that. Three times. So you you said Jay three or four for you Jay. Yeah. Three times for Isaac. How many times for you? Uh. One. One. I think I guess you would say mine is three times because I started off as a math major. You did. Then I went to general. Yeah. And then I went to general. What made you do that? Because, like, me coming out of high school, I didn't really pay no thought into majors and stuff. I just picked the first thing I was consider- I was, I thought I was good at. And I then mine because it sounded good. I, mine, I thought I was good at it. And then once I got to college, it was like, uh, nah. So I went to general <laughs> studies because I wasn't able to get into sports management. Yeah. But then yeah. once my general studies is over, because you only be in general studies for, like, two semesters. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah, like a year. Yeah. So... Once I was like, all right, my two semesters are over. I tried to go into sports management, but my credits weren't getting enough. So I ended up just getting into RPS and then minored in sports management. So I think you consider that three times math major switched to general studies, switched to RPS. So that's three, I guess. Three, two or three. Yeah, three majors, two changes. Yep. So what was yours, Isaac? Mine was started out as biochemistry. Uh, that first semester was real rough. Had to switch my major as fast as possible, so I went into nutrition. And then those chemistry classes got tough. So, you know, I was like, no, this ain't for me either. Then I went to sports management, and I was like, man, now these math classes are tough. I don't really like math, which is chemistry, which was all tied in together. So, yeah, now I am a communications major, being the time of my life. Yes, sir. So, uh, what was your uh, yours, Jay? Uh, I started in entrepreneurship, and then I went to business management, and then I went to uh, what did I go to after that? Oh, I went to agricultural economics, and then I went to uh, finance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Briscoe, I started as biochemistry, and then I switched to nutrition, and that's what I'm in now. But majority of the people that I, I hear change, they're either like chemistry or something like that, or they were some type of science. BIMS? It's, well, at my, at my school, when I started at, it was like they didn't have BIMS, so it was like some other type of science class, science degree, and everybody that I knew changed their major my freshman year that was that was in that whatever science major it was i don't know what it was but that's what the weed out classes are for man you know what i mean oh, and that's what this episode is about survival so it's like you know what i mean how they surviving to get through that that's I like a it. nice transition he, he did kind of steal my transition i was about to lead into it you guys just <laughs> hey aj man we got to start like telling people because like every time he has my young hair they always try to steal our shine bro. <laughs> no, I, think I think it's daniel and less good active now it's daniel plus less good active that's how that's how it seemed like that's that's the mentality just get active he just jump it <laughs> so, like well ignore what daniel said but like that's <laughs> crazy though like that's like some survival stuff and like we talked to daniel like what our last episode was like two months ago and you brought up a good question you're like 
uh, you asked us, me and Jay, we were like, you asked us if we know how to swim. And we are like, no, nah, not really, not as good as we should. And you are like, okay, so years down the line, if you have kids and your kids, like, drowning or want to get in the water and, like, you need to save them, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to sit around and wait for somebody else to save your kids? Are you going to just jump in and drown with your kids? Or, like, like what are you going to do in that situation when you have kids that's, like, dealing with something, like, you got to face? And we're like, dang, we really don't know what to do. But the only smart option is, like, for me to teach myself how to swim now. So that that was a deep question. When you asked us that, it was like I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's something that like I've always kind of like thought of and dealt with. And it's just because like that's how I grew up too. Like as you saw, like, I mean, it's nothing but women around me. So it's like my mom, my granny, my little sister, and my older sister. And so none of them swim. Like none of them know how. None of them get in the pool. None of that. Like it, it's just not like that. And so, um, I was always, like, able to go and get my hair wet. They weren't, you know, so that was another reason why they, like, didn't. You know what I mean? They only would go to the beauty shop and never, like, you know, get something that could get wet and like that. Like, they get their hair wet, it's frizzy. So I always thought, and I even heard Jay-Z say this, he was like, you know, for a long time, I couldn't swim. And he was like, and then I had Blue Ivy. And it's like, well, same scenario. Like, I got a pool at my house. And, like, what am I going to do? I ain't got no lifeguard on duty at my house. Like, you know what I mean? Say my, my daughter's playing by the water or, you know what I mean? Or something like that. And they jump in, they fall in. What I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to just watch. Like, you, you can't do that. And, like, so I can't just be like, oh, my God, like, go get them. And it's like, dude, like, who's going to get them? What if it's just me at the crib? Like, like it's your kid. Like, that really happened. What'd you say? It's like, you just, like, uh, you ask for help. And the people are like, nah, that's that's your kid. Like, yeah, yeah. That's your kid. I'm going to throw my life right after something because <laughs> if it's me, I'm probably going to drown with him. <laughs> nah, man, like, but look, like, that's, the, that's the thing, bro. Like, in survivability, like, we got to be able to learn and grow and adapt in all these different kind of angles and ways because of things like that. That's fear factor, man. Like, those kind of those things like that every day that we go through and walk through all the time, if we don't kill it now, if we don't learn now, like, it's going to really hinder us and then the generations after us. Because, like, I should be able to, hey, 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 I should be able to learn how to, I should be able to know how to swim and be swimming because it's important for my life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just something that, like, people do, humans do on the regular all the time or whatever, you know what I mean? And they survive, they make it. I don't know. And there's other scenarios that, like, we got to learn to do and learn how to survive. But I'm not going to, like, one thing I don't think you need to know, maybe how to start a campfire. Nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be in the woods. You say that to you, you just start a campfire. <laughs> right, like, I mean, so <laughs> like, I, I feel that. But it's just like, I don't see myself doing something like that, like, in the near future. It's possible, but. I don't know, bro. I'll be, I be watching Survivor. I'll be really intrigued, bro. I'll I be wanting to go spend some time in the woods and, and teach myself. <laughs> you are, dude. <laughs> Like, I, I just think that, like, hey, open the door. I just think that it's, like, really important for us to, like, learn those kind of ideas because I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be hindering my son and my daughter, like, other generations, like, if I don't do the right things now. That's even with money. Y'all ever thought about that? Yeah. Y'all always say, like, you know what I mean? Like, why man, why are we struggling? Why are we, you know, why are we, why are we doing all this right now? Like, or, like, you are growing up, you probably had, like, if you, I don't know y'all's financial situations or whatever, you know what I mean? But, like, we ain't rich over on this side. So, it was just, like, we always, you know, living check to check, 
things like that or whatever. There's savings, of course, but like they doing it check to check or whatever. You know what I mean, if, if they if your parents lost their job right now, what they doing? They trying to go find another job because they got no money to like really live off of for the next year, you know. But like they say that a good man and a good and a good like a good man is gonna leave an inheritance for his children, and like so they they can survive a little easier. You know I mean what's wrong with surviving easier? No, honestly, that's kind of one of the reasons that uh, one of the things that pushed me to change my major. Like I said, when it comes to money, I feel like my parents taught me. You know, they they taught me well to an extent. But I um, one reason why I went into finance is because I kind of want to learn that part from like for myself. There's, yeah. there's, so, there's so much more. Like I was so interested in like before I even was doing it, like investing and and saving money and maybe because I'm cheap, but uh, <laughs> I was so invest. I was so intrigued about like money and invest and like how how to make more money and how to save my money, how to make my money work for me. So uh, there's only, I mean, the, the one way I do that was I was like, why don't I go to school? And I'm, I'm already going to school. Why don't I just switch my major to something that is going to actually teach me to do it? So I actually have a minor in financial planning, and that's more personal finance. So that's actually teaching people what to do with their actual money. I only, I only went and got that minor because, one, because I thought about going to the field, but two is because while I was taking the class for my career, potentially my career, I was teaching myself like how to take care of my own money as well. So I, I honestly I've never heard of somebody like going to school and picking a major based off something they want to learn about. So that was interesting to hear because like usually like me picking my major, I just did what I thought I was good at. Like what we was talking about yeah. earlier, did what I thought I wanted to do. So that's an interesting angle you came with there. Yeah. And it took me a lot of time to figure out like what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I only sat down and was just I was like, so what do I want to learn about and what, what do I want to do in my life? And that's part of my life where I feel like I wasn't getting enough. Probably because of school I came from, I was involved in, you know, sports, whatever. So I couldn't, I had no campus life or no extracurriculars. I couldn't go and join clubs or nothing because we were never on campus. And we were, we had stuff to do. So mm-hmm. when I transferred to a I kind of was like, all right, well, I'm going to try to get these finance classes because that's part of, of what I want to do that I wasn't able to do at the school I came from. Um, and I only had two years to do it because I transferred as a, when I came to a and I was a junior. So I feel like I was, I was so behind. So I went in and I got I tried to join as many clubs and uh, turn my major to something that I actually want to do. So. So I had two questions, one for both you, Daniel, and you, Jay, to hit on both things. I guess y'all talked about. So I'm going to start with you first, Daniel, since you went first. So you said like like the whole swimming and not being a swim thing. So what if like um, let's use me for a perfect example. I was a little kid, had a traumatic experience with water so once i got older it was like nah i won't be around water i'm scared of water like the fear of water was like so like embedded into me where i was like nah i'm not messing with water now i have a kid that's in love with water so like how would you like in a situation like that how would you go about it if like someone was like in like a deep fear of water so it's like uh, yes they should learn how to swim for their kids but the like they just they can't because the fear of water yeah, like, I just feel like no matter what it is, man, like, fear is something that, like, you know what I mean, you got, like, no matter what it is, like, it, it sounds, like, real corny or whatever, but, like, you really do gotta, like, overcome it, and you really gotta, like, you know, because I ain't gonna lie, like, I had a traumatic experience with water as a kid, and, like, uh, like I was at a water park at Hawaiian Falls, 
and I heard some big kids, they, like, you know, at the time they were like, I heard if you, you know, you point your toes, like you'll go faster. And I, I just heard them say that. And I was like, all right. And I was on a big hey. slide and I was like six or like five years old. And I did that and I did not know how to swim. And I didn't know how deep the water was. No, like that when I got to in like in, in this lifeguard, I don't even remember hitting the water, but I remember this lady carrying me a lifeguard. She carried me out the water. And I was like, dang, like, I'd never do that again. You know what I mean? Like, that was really traumatic, honestly. And to this day, like, when water is, like, near my ears, like, I'm just, like, kind of weird about it, you know? So, I actually, in that mindset, I actually do identify with that. But at the same time, I know that I have to somehow, some way, like, overcome. And I got to have, like, uh, have some grit and, like, just some perseverance to, like, try to get through that, no matter what it is. Because everybody says this. They're always like, no one cares about your sad story or whatever. Just work harder, Right. Same thing, like, for the circumstance that you may feel that you may have went through, but it's just, like, I have to get through this in order to be better. There's something on the other side of fear. Will Smith is one of the most, like, influential people that I, like, that I listen to, I feel like, and he said, like, fear is something that, like, you know, is always put in front of us, but there's greater things on the other side of fear. When you get up in a helicopter or in a plane and you're about to go skydiving, right, they tell you to... uh jump on two they push on two they let go on two because people grab on three they're going to count down from three one two three they're going to make sure that you don't grab because you're scared because you're fearful and uh, in the idea of skydiving it sounds great and same like this whole idea of this it sounds great like oh that sounds real cool to do until you're thirty thousand feet in the air and it's like shoot i could really die i could die if like this don't go right and that's like what's scary like we don't know what's on the other side of that but then once you do it and say you land, it's a beautiful feeling. It's a great thing that you like overcame that you did. And it's like an honor of valor. Like, you know, what I mean, like you wearing that on your chest. Like, you know, what I mean, you you walking around forever now. Like I did that and I made this better. I overcame this and I went through this not only to make myself better, but like to make sure that my kids were in a better situation. And so I think that you just have to take the necessary steps. And it's just like one day at a time, one step at a time and like trying to be comfortable. And it. it's not going to be easy. You know what I mean? Because if it was easy, you would have already done it. Feel me? Yeah. If it was easy, you would have already done it. Like, you know what I mean? Or you would have already, like, overcame it. But since it's something that you deal with, it's going to take some time. So you just got to be patient with yourself about it. I just want to butt in real quick and say something. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, because um, I didn't get to answer this question. But, um, <laughs> well, one, I just want to say I can swim, you know. He's from Atlanta, so you can't come. We don't got beaches out here. <laughs> if, if if I couldn't though and you know I had a kid who loved water and whatnot sometimes um like you said you just gotta overcome it because I mean it's like having a skill like that and this is not on the same skill but imagine I hated reading but I mean my kid wanted to read and learn how to read or had to learn how to read um it would just be like well I mean I kind of gotta make it interesting for them I kind of gotta make it a good experience so it's not the same as me um so I think it's just good to, you know, learn stuff that you can't do when, especially when it's necessary or maybe necessary. Because um, I mean, everything you do or as far as you go in life, sometimes you just have to like adapt. No yeah. Right. So you have to be adaptable and you have to be able to, you know, fit in to make stuff work sometimes. So yeah. All right. You brought up another um, good like thing when you brought up the parachuting thing. Cause like me personally, I wouldn't say I was scared, but I'm fearful of like a lot of stuff I never experienced before. Like yeah, like a couple months ago, 
Um, so in general, like I never been on a plane before. Uh, prior to, prior to our cruise, I never been on a boat before, like stuff like that. But so when they told me Lamar, hey, we're trying to go on the cruise. You down? <laughs> What's up? And my first thing I was like, dang, I never been on the boat before. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be open water, big ship. Like, oh, what what's gonna happen? Blah blah blah. But I'm like, person is like, I want to live life and like have fun and enjoy myself. So I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm going on that cruise. Like, let's have fun. Like, I'm gonna do it. Fuck it. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be scared, but once I get on it, I'm just overcome it. So it turned out to be a good experience. Like, once you get like, for me, like once you get on there. If you're not looking at the water, it's not really, you don't really feel the ship moving. Like, you're just enjoying yourself. And, like, I slept at, like, basically at the bottom of the ship, like, the lower level. And, like, I slept perfectly, wasn't bothered by seas, nothing like that. So, like, with that, it's like, if my friends were like, hey, we're about to plan a trip to go skydiving, I'm going to be scared at first. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But then they'd be like, hey, hey, we're all going. Let's go. I'm go, actually. I'm actually trying to go. That's actually on my buggy list. That's something yeah, I've I'm, always I'm, wanted to do. That's crazy. It's like one of those things, like, I'm so terrified. Yes, but if you like, get me there, I I'm think about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if you get me there, if you, get, if you get me on board, you get me there, and, like, it's like, I got to do it. So I'm going to, like, I'm going to toughen up. Fuck it. I'm doing it. Like, let's do it. Yeah, nah, um, I, you know what's crazy? I feel like I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> like i've done skydiving cruises planes all this stuff right and just never thought of it because i'm just thinking in my mind i'm just like hey this is something i haven't done before this is something not everybody can say they did i'm ready for it but i feel like i got that like from my mom because she didn't have that growing up um she grew up she was like the only one just outgoing and do this and do that and do that and uh, she taught me to be the same way. So, like, when it comes to doing something new that looks a little sketchy sometimes, yeah. I'll be like, hey, I'm down. Nah, I mean, that's, why not? That fear is there for me a little bit. But then I'm the type of person, I'm going to do it. Like, if I see that, like, if it's going to be fun and I can see it being reasonable or something I can gain from it, I'm like, fuck it. Let's do it. Like, because it's, it's another memory you got. It's, memory. it's another memory you got. And then, like you said, like, most people can't say they did this or did that. So once, like, oh, yeah, I've been skydiving. You never been? What, what you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, it's on the bucket list. It's like, you yeah, got to. Yeah. yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he pulled it on you, too. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. He was hypothetically saying it. He was hypothetically saying it. Oh, but, no, nah, that's some real, like, 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 that's how I just, I want to make memories and just enjoy myself. But like you said, like it comes from like grit and perseverance. Like you gotta just overcome that fear, and like if it's for yourself or like if you have a kids, like you gotta you gotta overcome it sometime in your life. Like why not sooner than later? So like let me ask you a question. You ever looked at your parents, either one of them, been like they scared? Mm. You know what I mean? So I could, I guess the, the okay. So you asked me that, and the first thing that came to my mind was like I was like uh I was young. I want to say. Th- I don't know how young I was like probably 10 to 13 and we went to Six Flags and like uh so I've never been on a roller coaster before my brother never been on a roller coaster before and like my mom is like I guess my mom both my parents are kind of like daredevils I guess you would say like they're not mm-hmm. really careful or nothing but my mom was like hey let's get on a roller coaster let's get on a roller coaster and like my brother started crying and like she was trying to get his own so oh, bad. Like, you gotta put little bro out there like that. Hey. And like I <laughs> my brother just started crying because he wanted to do it. And my mom was like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And like I was scared. I was like, nah. Like I was just like kind of sad too, because I didn't want to do it. But I was like, why not? I'm gonna do it. And like I guess that's kind of it just always been in me, like, why not? Let me just do it. Why not? 
And like I did it with her, and the whole time I was scared out of my mind. But like I guess when I'm scared, I kind of tense up and like hold the scare and fearful in. But that was like the perfect like time, like that popped in my head. But I did go uh to Fright Fest like four years ago, my freshman year. And like I was still fearful about roller coasters, but I still did it because it's like a rush. It gives you that rush. Yeah. Like you're scared in the moment, but then like after it's like, okay, let's do it again. I want to feel that feeling again. And like to revert back to the cruise, um, we stopped at Belize, bro. Uh, we went to Belize and like they were, we saw this big water slide and they were quick to get on it. Isaac, uh, Chandler, Cam, Drew, they were quick to get on it. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. How, like, cause I never like been on a watch like that big, and like I got up there, and like I got on the slide, and like probably halfway through the slide, I was scared. I was like, I was trying to turn back, like get me off this thing. What? <laughs> and like, bro, cause like it was just going so fast for so long, and I was I can barely swim as it is. So I was like, I don't know how deep in the water I'm gonna go, but I was like, my body tensed up, and then I made it out, and I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I look up. They going right back up the stairs. Hey, up there. They went right back up the stairs. I'm not. I was like, no, you got that. But no, I feel like my parents are both like fearful, not fearful people. <clears throat> so I guess it came a little bit came from them too. Right. Yeah, I got gained a little bit from them. So so like you seeing that, it empowered you. You see what I'm saying? So you not being able to know how to swim or do something, and then you do have a kid. Like it is like you you feel like you the barrier between you and your kids' happiness or what they wanted to do. Yeah, especially because they learn after you so much. So yeah, exactly. The first example they're gonna see. They lead you as Superman, Superwoman already, <laughs> and so like like you like as a kid, bro. I didn't think my mom could not do nothing, bro. I thought my mom was literally Superwoman, Wonder Woman. Like my mom made everything happen. So it was just like, she like no matter if I ask for a gift, she getting it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, we need to go somewhere. I, I need to depend on her. Like, she going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just Wonder Woman, it didn't matter. But then, like, I found out what? My mom was scared of. My mom was scared of uh, snakes. You know what I mean? It's terrified. I mean, like, I feel like that's a common fear, though. Right? I'm I, That didn't put no passion in me to like snakes. It put a fear in me to dislike snakes, too. <laughs> I don't like, it's like snakes. If she don't like snakes, there's a reason she don't like snakes, so I shouldn't like them either. Yeah, like, you know? But then, like, if if my mom is afraid of water or, like, can't get in water due to certain circumstances, or maybe she didn't ever grow up around that, like, it's the same thing. So it's just, like, she wasn't exposed to water activities and doing different things in the water. So she was like, well, I never found no no use, no need for that. And it's not that she was really trying to deprive me of that or whatever, you know what I mean? But that's just, like, how she grew up and what it was like for her. So I just feel like that's exactly the imprint that you leave on your kids off of the life that you either learn now or that you don't learn. Wait, quick little sign note. So yeah. what what was her feeling about snakes on the plane? Like when she when she watched it, she was like, oh no, that couldn't be me. <laughs> when she saw snakes on the plane, she loved Samuel L. Jackson. So like she thought it was funny, but she was just ooh, ooh. <laughs> My mom is like real like expressive. So when she watched it, and if I ever see it on TV, she'll what you watching? Oh no. And she'll run <laughs> right back to the room because she'll have a dream or something about it. You know what I mean? But um she she don't play no games or stuff like that. Uh you know what I mean? But like, but then like my pops, uh, I, I don't know anything 
that like my dad is like afraid of per se like you know what I mean like and so like I want to have that same mentality from I want my kids to have, hopefully that they have that same mentality to be like my dad ain't scared of nothing like you know my dad can knock out a bear shoot I'm about to go knock out no bear but like I'm saying like you know what I mean say something happened my yeah. kid's gonna be able to what say, your like, say? Hey, you see that you see me find the bear you better help the bear yeah <laughs> better help the bear that's right that's right yeah. that bitch gonna need it that's why bro for real but no, that's like a man thing too, though. Like as a man, you don't want to like show your kids like you scared of something. It's like you always want to see him as their protector. Yeah. So he might be scared of some stuff, but he's not gonna show you or like. Yeah, true. He's true. Not, he don't want you to see that, especially at a young age. But then, like as you get older and you have your talks with the, with your dad, he's gonna be like, I, I've been through that, or I had those issues where I went through this, I went through that too. So it's, it's I feel like that's more of a age thing. Like when you're younger, yeah, your dad's not gonna really show you that fearful or like negative or not really negative but i guess um setback side because he doesn't want you to kind of be embedded with like messing up and stuff like that but once you get older and you understand the way life works then he's gonna be like yeah i, I made those same mistakes you're good da, 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 like this down the third so i feel like as a father at a young age he's not really gonna show you his fearful side to help like but I feel like as like, as a kid, I feel like you still watching. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you, you, like you still watching. Like, of course, he's not going to show me that. But I feel like you're going to pay attention as to, like, why he don't want me to do that? Or, like, why we not? Why he why he shy away from that? You're not going to understand why. You're not going to understand it. But once you, yeah, once you get older, you're, okay, now it makes sense. He, yeah. He's scared of water. That's he's why scared he, of water. Yeah, like, you know. But, yeah. like, as a kid, you're just looking at that like, my dad don't let me do that. Like, why? You know what I mean? I feel like... Sometimes that can cause confusion. Because I feel like we talked on previous episodes where we're like, you know, guys are supposed to be, you know, and we are supposed to be like protectors and not scared of nothing and hard all the time, whatever. But then, like, we've also talked about, like, being able to open up and say, okay, it's okay not being okay. So, like, sometimes I can, I feel like it can cause confusion if you see all the men in your life and they're not showing you any excited, like, showing their feelings. And then you grow up thinking, oh, I'm deep down inside. I'm upset about this. I'm sad about this. But you're like, well, I'm not supposed to show these feelings, but I feel this way. But how do I show this? Like, how do I feel this way without without showing it like to other people? And it's kind of like I guess I think it causes confusion. I feel like there's a fine line between. And I don't know if it's from I don't know if it's from the kid figuring it out, or it's from the father helping like the father I guess teaching them how to how to handle that situation. So I feel like. It's still like 50 50 with that. Like, it, like it's like it, the confusion comes from like the sad or, or like, like down moments or whatever. But as a kid, like, say you're a kid and like you're happy, like outgoing, and you see your dad, like, he, he jumps off a plane. You're like, oh, my dad's not scared to jump off a plane. And then you might see your mom in the back, like, scared, like, nah, I'm not doing that. I feel, but the confusion comes from like when you're doing something. And that you're having fun, but you're then your dad kind of like kind of pushes it away or like like you notice that he was like, nah, stop. What are you doing? No, that's wrong. Don't do that. that that's where the confusion comes from a little bit. Yeah, I want to say I agree that it's 50 50 um, because as much as, you know, for you learning from your parents or other people, you know, as much as their job, you also have to make your own decisions sometimes. And if you see something's not working, um, I mean, to tie this into survival, I mean, survival, literally survival of the fittest. So, I mean, if you see something's not working, then you got to kind of 
you're like, oh, maybe I should learn this. Maybe I should help myself out just in case. Um, because even if somebody's setting a bad example for you and you clearly see it's a bad example, well, it's not like, all right, let me follow that and just boom, same thing. Um, you kind of got to be like, oh, that ain't really what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me, like I said, do something better for myself or whatnot. See, like, yeah, that comes in when you're older, though. As a young kid, you're not really, your mind's not really there yet where you can see somebody doing wrong and you're not going to do it. Yeah. But like some people have to make decisions earlier than others, so yeah. you, know, you never know. Okay. Uh, no, you go, you go, Jack. You go. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I was saying that I feel like that's, I thought about this quite a bit, and I think that's why maybe that, like, men gravitate towards, like, sports so much. And my, re- my reason is because, like, me thinking, being back in, like, fifth, sixth grade growing up, not that I didn't, I wasn't, not that my parents weren't willing to talk to me about stuff or, like, maybe I had friends to talk to, but say I had a bad day at school and, or whatever, something made me upset or sad, my first thing was, like, what, what, what do I do that makes me happy? I'm like, I'm going to go hoop. Like, after I hoop, I feel, I feel good. Now, that stayed with me for the past 20, 25 years. And now, even to this day, like when I'm stressed, like when I was at a if I had a stressed day, I'm going to the wreck just, just so I can talk trash and like push somebody or elbow somebody then to make myself feel better. And I thought that, <laughs> that comes from that being like my outlet when I was younger. Like, like I said, not that I didn't have physical beings that were able, that were willing to talk to me, it's just that I handled stuff my own way. And my own way was, well, I'm just going to go play basketball. I'm going to go play sports. And because when I do that, that's when I feel like I'm the happiest. And I feel like that's just that should stay with me over the years. I got a question. So survival, right? Where'd y'all learn how to fight? Okay, who wait, wait, wait. Who taught you how to fight? <laughs> let's okay, let's circle back to that before because I'm gonna forget my question to Jay if we keep going down the road. All right, all right, my fault, my fault. Go we ahead, go, go ahead. Let's circle back to that. So Jay, you brought up the whole um you picked your major based on what you want to learn, like that. So, okay, what if you pick a major, your major based on you want to learn something, but once you get in that major and you're learning it, and it's like, okay, this is something I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, you said you switched your major three times, so what if your, okay, your third major would be exact. Your final major, you get to that, you're like, okay, I want to do this major because I think I want to I want to learn it, this and that. Mm-hmm. But you're learning that major and you're in it for a while, and you're like, okay, I don't see myself doing this, I don't like it no more, like, I don't want to learn this. Do you feel like all that time prior to that was a waste? No, nah, I don't think it's a waste. I think it's a lesson. Like, so like when I when I graduated high school and I went to a different school and I was doing whatever I was doing there. Uh, so remember I was talking about I transferred to AM as a junior. Yeah. So I spent two years at a different school, and I did not necessarily enjoy my time at those at, for those two years at that school because that's why I mean that was the reason why I transferred to AM because I wasn't enjoying myself. Like, it just wasn't my what I wanted to do. So I transferred to AM. I transferred to A&M, and um, now I actually asked my asked myself that question a lot. I'm like, well, do I regret being at that school for two years, and would I have much rather live my life if I would have just been a freshman at A&M? Because you know, you you, you come to A&M as a junior, you gotta meet friends that already they've been with their cliques or their friends for two years, and you're kind of just trying to you know fit in and and get involved with everybody else. So I was like, man, like maybe I should have. Just never left College Station, graduated high school, never played any sports, and just went straight to a Then I'm like, well, 
I actually I don't regret being there. Even though I had a bad time there, I met some of my best friends there. I learned how to get through adversity. I learned how to be in places where I, I didn't necessarily like it, but I made a way out of it. Um, that summer of me going from A&M, I mean, going from that school to A&M, uh, it was a hard summer. I had to figure out, like, that I won't play basketball anymore, that I want to go to A&M, that I want to move back home. There was so much stuff going on. I feel like I had to grow up really quick. Because um, actually my roommate, me and him both transferred, and he went to a different school to play basketball, and we were both supposed to go. And uh, I told him, bro, I was like, look, you can do what you want to do. I mean, that's, if basketball is what you want to do, and that you want to try it out, man, that's, that's good That's good for you. I just don't think I want to do it anymore. Like, I didn't have a good experience there. So I had to grow up really quick and decide that, you know, I had to give up my hoop dreams or whatever, just come be a student. And uh, like I said, I had to grow up really quick. So I don't regret it at all. Like I said, I think it made me mature really fast. Because uh, I had to get to AM, I had to work really quick. Like I said, when I got to AM, I feel like I was so behind. I changed my major twice while I was at AM. Um, and I had, you know, tried to find a job after school, got a minor. Uh, I, did, I, mean, I did a lot of things for my two and a half years while I was at AM. So I don't regret it at all. Like I said, I think it's more of a lesson. Right. Your, you know, I had to adapt. Wait, snap, 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 snap. So, okay, basically what you're saying, so you're all for. Um, choosing your major based on what you want to learn and curiosity versus those people are like, I don't know what I, I, I need to figure out what I want to do, what job I want to have. Like you pick yours based on curiosity and what you want to learn versus other people picking it. Okay, what do I see myself doing and like working in in the long run? I mean, not necessarily. Well, I guess it kinda, yeah, I guess it kind of meshes together. Well, I think I'm just saying like that was how it worked for me. I mean, it's not the same for everybody. Everybody has their own their own paths, their own goals, how they do how they do things. That's just what for that's what worked for me. So yeah, so I, I can't like, speak for nobody else. I say I feel like yeah, it can go either way because I mean, why? And like I'm already relating everything to surviving, whatnot, survivability. <laughs> there you go. But like, if you're doing something you don't like doing, even if you're decent at it, whatever. Like, why not max out your potential and do something you want to do and just go ahead and be great at it or whatnot in terms of just getting better every day, you know, being a better person? Why why limit yourself to something you don't want to do just because it sounds good, looks good? So, yeah, you just kind of use that all as a lesson tied up. You know, it's not wasted time. It's just uh, like overcoming something just to be a better you every day. So, yeah. Well, like for me personally, I wouldn't say like how I looked at it. Basically, mm-hmm. like since we're talking about survival in school or just in general, yeah. I looked into my major based on like, okay, what do I see myself doing? Mm-hmm. I well, I guess that is the same thing as like picking your major based on what you're gonna learn, in a sense, I guess. Because like I was like, do I see myself being a math like at first being a math major? I was like, do I see myself working in like with my math major? And then like a lot of questions came. I was like, what am I ever gonna do with a math major? Yeah. I can do. And like the I, the answer came to me was like I can pretty much go to any field with my math major, and like that's where the problem came in, especially with school already. I was like looking down the line, I'm gonna be taking nothing but math classes in like crazy deep level math that you probably wouldn't <laughs> in, in the real world. So I was like, mm, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and the classes weren't it. And then wanting to do sports management, I guess that gave me more of a guideline of what I want to do, like. Uh, working in the sports industry and then 
But like full circle came, I graduated and now I'm doing nothing with my major. I'm in marketing. So I guess I guess it does go hand in hand in a sense of like curiosity versus what you want to do in the future. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I feel like and also like, as you change as a person, four years is a long time. Like you change in those four bad. years, your mind changes. You meet different people. You're like, oh, we're, like, where do you major in there? Oh, this seems pretty cool. Go to a go to an event with them or something. Then kind of happens because I'll take you through my transition. Like when I first got my freshman year, I went to college and I did not know what I went to major. In. I got I got to we had this big old conference room and there's advisors advisors going around asking everybody, okay, what do you want to do? What's your major? All right, what classes do you want to take? Boom. My advisor got to me my freshman year, like two weeks before school started. Like, you know, they have, they call it uh, NSC. Fish, camp, fish Camp, I think, at a I didn't do it, but the similar day at the school I was at. So I was there. The bars came to me. And they were like, so what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do here. I just I just came to, you know, build a team or something like that. So I, uh, I just, I'm here to hoop. <laughs> so, so they asked me. So <laughs> they're like, so what do you want to do when you get older? Like, what do you want to do when you graduate? I was like, well, I want to have my own business. Boom, they put me entrepreneurship. I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what it is, but I was like, I guess that's some type of business. First day of class, the professor's like, this is the first day, first lecture. They're like, I'm going to tell you one thing about entrepreneurship. You're going to be broke. Because you got to start the business. <laughs> that's the first thing they said. It was like, but one thing about entrepreneurship is you're going to be broke for a while. I said, I'm changing my major after this semester. <laughs> so after, after that semester, huh? But when you up, you up. Yeah, but yeah. when they said that, I was like, "Yo, you can survive through that." Hey, there you go. All right. So when when they said that, I, that's that's when I changed my major, and then things kind of just happened, bro. And as I trained as a person, that's kind of where the first change happened. But as I just trained as a person, you know, I my my major changed, and I feel like I I landed exactly where I was supposed to be at. But how Lamar like Lamar was saying, if I didn't have those previous experiences or those previous maybe i'll still be entrepreneurship major right because I, I never changed it so yeah that's that's kind of how, how it happened for me hey but you survived man look at where you at now speaking of surviving daniel brought up a great question he was like how do y'all learn how to fight I, bro why y'all keep trying to watch shine bro y'all are guests and that was a good transition. That was a good transition, Briscoe. I was literally okay. just about Doing to ask. I, I was literally just about to bring the question back up, man. Ooh, we need to start signing, getting people signed waivers and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, I guess I'll answer. I don't think I. I might be wrong because my memory, but I don't think my dad ever just was like, "Okay, this is what you do." Da da da. We probably had one moment, but it's more so like, um. Because, like, me, growing up, me and my cousins used to always, like, wrestle, play, fight. And, like, because my cousins are, like, older. Like, you have older cousins. So they would, like, pick on me and, like, kind of, like, box and, like, stuff like that. So I grew up around that. And then me and my brother were always fighting. And then, like, I guess from my, like, dad's perspective, it was more so, like, if I come to him crying or something. It, or my mom, even that, she like, come to them crying. And they would be, like, what you crying for? Hit them back. Like, type of thing. I wouldn't say it was more so. It wasn't no training, like. One two one two, left upper hook uppercut. It was more so. Like, <laughs> like, it was like if they hit you, go hit hit them back. Like why are you crying for? Why are you running me crying? He go hit them back type of thing for me. Yeah, 
I would say for me, uh, I learned, well, it was just me and my mom growing up, so she raised me, whatever. Um, so I learned from my uncle. Shout um, out to the single moms. Hey, there we go. They yeah. get it. They, they survived. They survived. We survived. Hey. So did. We made it. But yeah, no, um, it was just me and my cousin. Uh, he's one year younger than me. So me and my uncle, uh, we all used to be real tight and whatever, still are. Um, but yeah, one day he just used to ha- ha- hand us boxing gloves and have us spar in the garage. Me and him, me and my uh, me and my cousin. We do this for like hours, not doing what we doing. We used to just be hitting each other, whatever. But yeah, nah. And then um, I remember one time my cousin had gotten a fight, and um, uh, I remember I jumped in because it was him one on one. But I was like, well, I'm not just gonna sit here and watch. Like, it was just me and my cousin. And I was like, all right, I'm in there, whatever. So of course we fight this kid or whatever we were like in fourth grade fifth grade we fight this kid he goes home crying his mom comes and tells our parents blah 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 and you know my parents acted like they was mad but they was like well we glad you ain't just sit there and watch them you know your cousin struggle or whatnot or and uh so yeah now um I, I mean i've been in a few fights but it's only when necessary so you know just learn to go out your way to cause trouble or whatnot so but it's just this i mean i wouldn't it's not necessary, but it is necessary, you know, when you need it. So um, I would say that I would learn from my uncle. I learned from my uncle. Wait, we talking about real fighting or we talking about, like, surviving fighting? I'm, I'm confused now. I <laughs> said that because, like, hey, that, hey, that goes to show you right, the type you? of, show you Jay Scary. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, don't even. Don't even. Like, I said that because, you know what I mean? I was, I, about, like, I was thinking about different animals and everything, and that's, like, they have instinct, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is what they do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they ain't got to learn to do nothing. Ain't nobody ever teach them how to do certain things. It's just like, perfect that you said animals. Yeah. A is a gazelle. Perfect. Perfect. Because he's fast? No, because he's... Anyways. He's agile. He's the prey. He's the prey. Everybody has positive things to say about gazelles except for Lamar. Lamar says he's a lion or something. I was that was more so cliche. That's That's why. <laughs> there you go. My man, a predator. No, I'm playing. But look, like, <laughs> like um, I just think it's like important. Uh, you know what I mean? Because, like I say, like instinct wise, they know how to do that already. You know what I mean? Like nobody like really took me by the hand and just was like, like you said, like nobody, like y'all both just said, like nobody took me by the hand. Was like, all right. This is it. All right. You need to, you know, you need to press square, triangle, circle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and then press all the buttons at once and like they're gonna be knocked out. Nobody told me that, but there was a technique, nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and like growing up with women, it was like, I'm not about to learn how to fight for a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, no disrespect, but you know. <laughs> yeah, like, you no, know, like, yeah, like no disrespect, but it was just like, you know, it's like I think one time that my pops came down and visited me, he was like, you know, uh, put your put your dukes up, put your hands up, and I was like, uh, huh? Like, okay, so like, I did, and he popped me, like, like <laughs> caught me in the jaw, and I was like, yeah, hold up, hold up, yeah, yeah, I was, bro, I was so shook. I said, I cried as a kid a lot. I was like, well, what did you do that for? I was crying. <laughs> yeah, bro, he felt like he like hit me for real. So I was like, so then he he was like, all right, look, you wanna put this hand first, and you put this right here. So I was like, all right, and I've never been in a fight. I've never been in one, but I've never, like, ran for one, neither. You see what I'm saying? Like, if it would have come down to it all the way, 
or in any kind of way. I've always like de-escalated it and everything. And I've never had nobody just like hit me type deal. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't never really had to like go out of my way. But I feel like if it were to like really come down to it, I feel like I'd be like, dang, like, do I need to know more than what like I know type stuff? Or like, cause I ain't trying to be out there say you with your lady, right? You with your lady, somebody bump you, somebody, you know what I mean? Something happened and something like really go off and they trying to, you know, push the push the needle forward to make stuff happen. And they um they do that and like now you gotta like really go in at it or whatever. And it's like, damn, bro, like what if what if I don't know what I'm doing? What if like I, I I'm out here in these streets and I get beat? I'm out here in Northgate. And All I, right. Molly walk right there. Let me Slow. let me throw a curveball into that. So Yo, okay, say bro. say you out with your girl. Yeah. And boom, somebody bump you and like it's on some extra stuff like because it's yeah. like you can easily do this case like oh my bad bro like some people are my bad bro you good blah 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 but you run some extra people where they like hey get out of my way what you doing I'm like blah 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 so yeah. how you fight them you have to fight them and you lose and like you on the ground and you look up and he snatch your girl up like hey you with me now and your girl just go with him. How would that feel? It's gotta be the fakest scenario. I've ever I know all oh, everything, but look, <laughs> you <laughs> me. <laughs> um, if that happened, well, I mean, what can you do but go home and take that L? I mean, if I already took the L, I'm not going back to fight. Like I'm trying to survive, so I ain't gonna make the same mistake. Um, so you know, if I wake up, I'm on the concrete. People telling me what happened. Oh, you just got beat up. Your girl got took. Yeah, I'm playing the country because I'm not dealing. <laughs> with that. I'm not dealing with. That. I mean, she dumb. So I expect her to leave. So, right, yeah. Look, yeah. Like, if she leave, if she leave, like that actually was like more of a struggle. Like, I, okay, I say like not not snatch up like forcefully, and it was like he beat you up, looked at your girl, shot his shot, and she was like, oh, I'm not gonna be with this guy that can't fight. I won't be with you. And she just trying to survive. That's fine. He saved. To, she need protection. He saved you. Need protection. You wanna, yeah. Want to beat you in the first place? <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean. I feel like if she wasn't really down for the team anyway, she wasn't really down for me. Like, yes, sir. They revealed it to me that, like, you know what I mean? Now I'm surviving now because, like, when we get into bigger and better things, she wasn't down for that anyway. Like, she could yeah, be the reason that we right. are the downfall because she See, wasn't. Y'all like, think it too positive and, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a life lesson. You know, you got. Are you really about to be worked up over this girl that. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, right. like Briscoe said, I would flee the country after that. I'm, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to deal with it, but take it as a life lesson. You learn from that. You learn how to fight. You know what to expect. You have some experience. Don't let it happen again. And try your best not to. Like he said, I would flee the country because, like, if I get beat up with my girl and then my girl's not like, baby. like that last time, bro. Remember when you got? <laughs> oh wait, hold on. There's a story. <laughs> Oh, you had to be drunk because I remember it being you. It being you, not me. You're drunk. You're drunk all the time. So you're getting this confused in the story. I remember me like watching your girl leave you, you know? But wow. If she left me, she wasn't my girl to begin with. But that's a placeholder. Placeholder. Like, that's some crazy. I'm saying, like, either she going to. Like, baby, get up. Are you okay, baby? Like, don't worry, blah, blah, blah. Or she's going to be the type of girls, like I said, that's not really meant for you, where she would go with the guy. Like, the guy said, oh, shot his shot away. She was going, she was, like, on go for it. Like, if that happened, like you said, like Briscoe said, I would have had to flee the country. Because, like, that's like, ooh, you got to live. the country? What? You got to, like, especially if you say. You you could go, like, Kansas, Oklahoma or something, but you ain't got to go out the country. I'm cool. I might go to Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ain't nobody 
survivability, bro, like, you got to always stand your ground, so it don't matter, like, I'm not about to be moved out my spot just because somebody, you know what I'm saying, tried to come and invade. Hey, it's the same thing. You you lose a championship, all you do, you got to get better, work harder. Yeah. Be prepared. It's, it goes for everything. Sadly, for y'all, y'all might not feel that way, but I am better. I'm the best you can get. Yeah, hey, what? Hey. what if, well, I'm, if I'm in the picture, then is You're it's not tall enough to be in the picture. Well, he's not. <laughs> You're right. The picture needs a little bit lower. He literally the picture, the picture a little bit lower. Yes, slides on. <laughs> yes, slides on. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to lie. Like, yeah, he, 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 just yes. made, he, he just made me dinner and did my homework because I asked. Yes, sir. Everybody listen to this. Mama, when you listen to this, you know you know I'm not doing no homework. You know. <laughs> Come on. But, okay. Another survival thing. Okay. Wait, no, I got one. I got one. I got hey, one. Go, go, go. All right, so I'm trying to see what part y'all were talking about. But uh, I think we was talking about two. We all talking about y'all's, y'all's kids. Oh, wait, wait. If we're getting off fighting, can I, or like, can I take this, like, last part? No! Yeah, 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 you got to fight before we move on. Go <laughs> Just to finish this out, so like, say you can't fight, right? Is it wrong for you to get a gun, to keep a gun on you? You know what I'm saying? Like now you now you know how to protect your woman. Now you know how to protect your kids. So I think I think to get a you should get a gun because you can't fight. Those I think I think those two things should be are separate. separate. Yeah, those, those like are you separate. Either get a gun or like at the it shouldn't should have nothing to do with your physical attributes. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's still a fight. But come on now, let's be. On the same playing ground, at least. Let's yeah. Not get out my, my, my thing is, if you can't fight, is you really gonna up that thing though? Like, it, like. Hey, some people do, then, like, but man, like y'all know, back in the day though, like our, in our parents' time, people were really using guns. Like they handled everything by fighting. Type I don't of know, bro. Guns was bad back in like the nineties and. Well, like they're more popular now. Yeah, they're more popular now. But uh, they're more popular yeah. now, but I feel like, like people like, still. I don't know, like. Cause like. Now it's like more people are more so to run and get the gun versus just fighting and taking that L. Yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah. That. That's what I'm saying. Back in the day, they I feel like they were fighting more than back in the day than now. Dude, that happened on Friday. You lived to fight another day. Like, you, see how, yeah, you see how his dad was saying, no, like, fight versus, like, shoot. Yeah. Type of thing. yeah. Like, we live in a new age where, like, guns and, like, all that stuff is, like, promoted in our society, like, through the music and just movies and stuff like that. Oh, you got pecs? Well, I got texts. That's what, that's what people be thinking. Like, <laughs> like uh, what, what's, what's the videos and TikToks? You think I'm going to fight you? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fight you? Uh, nigga think he bulletproof. <laughs> Let me show him. <laughs> Let me show him what these bullies do. God, job, bro. That's yes, like really how people think nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, I say that's wrong. Because like, would you would you rather have an ass whooping or lose your life? Obvious. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I was like, I was like, yeah, like I'm, I'm so, okay. So now, now, okay, now see it from the other perspective as a guy with a gun. You now look at it like, should I really kill this dude just because he's gonna beat me up? Because now you gotta think deeper. Like, dang, this dude might have a kid, a family, or just people loving him in general. So, like, should I really shoot him just because I'm scared of him, blah, blah, blah. But he, it'd be different if they both had guns. Then it's, like, like he, uh, Briscoe said, the same playing ground. But it's, like, you bring a gun to a guy that's not expecting you bring a gun. It's, like. No, but, yeah. No. But a lot of people don't care about that, bro. Like, a lot of people don't. Yeah. They don't, yeah. they don't but, think. They're not going to be thinking about that as soon as they pull that knife out. They, as soon as they pull no, that knife out. Like, nothing like that. They just do what said, they got to do. 
you shouldn't get a gun. You should get a gun just because you want to get a gun, like for your protection. So don't get a gun because you're like, man, I can't fight, but I gotta do something. Like <laughs> get a gun because you want to protect yourself, like. But I feel like you gotta you gotta be finding other ways to protect yourself first too, like just in case something do pop off. Don't you just get a gun because oh I'm scared of him. I'm gonna go get a gun. Don't do that. Like that's just. Yeah, I feel like I feel like surviving is all about like not. You don't have to go above and beyond and be extra with it. Like, if all I need is a campfire back in, you know, 10,000 B.C., whatever, I don't got to build a 3D space heater in the middle of nowhere. I just need to build a fire. Just got to know what I need to do to survive. Um, you don't got to go overboard because there is consequences with stuff, which you have to keep in mind. Um, you got to be efficient with stuff. Uh, make the right decision, not just the one that sounds cool or sounds good or whatnot. So... Yeah, I feel like that's you have to keep in mind there's consequences to everything you do. Yeah, no matter how big or how 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 beyond you go or whatnot. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, then I see like nowadays like people be on some like extra stuff. So like it makes sense where some people have a gun. Like this is but like besides the point of like oh I'm scared of this guy blah 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 he's gonna beat me up let me get my gun. I'm think I'm saying more on like the serious level of like guns and stuff like because people be on some extra stuff you never you could know you can't expect like people. Like nowadays, they would do some crazy stuff and you wouldn't expect it. And then, yep. like, the idea of like having a gun, like, say, for instance, you have a family and, like, now you got a little, you have a wife, um, kid, little kids to worry about. And, like, they just run run through your house or whatever. And it's like, my kids could have got hurt. My wife could have got hurt. So, like, stuff like that, from that perspective and, like, like, to that extent, then it makes sense to have a gun in a house or keep a gun on you because, like, you got other people you got to protect now. It's not just yourself. Yeah. But sense of like, oh, Daniel's about to beat me up. Let me get my gun so he won't beat me up. That's those are two different scenarios. Yeah. Like, why get a gun because you scared somebody's gonna beat you up or something? Versus, you got a gun. I guess you got a gun because he got a gun too on both sides of it. But like, you got a gun because you just like, okay, it's other people's lives that you care for that you gotta consider now, type of thing. Yeah. No, I feel like you know me personally, I'm gonna have a at least one in my household somewhere it's just for that protective nature uh you know you never know what might happen so yeah that type of thing yeah, yeah. like my, my best bro like my longest friend now i don't know if dude can fight right but like the people he's been hanging around like he even got him a gun now like he came to my apartment once he, he don't go to school and nothing like that but he came he came to visit me and he was trying like he went to my bathroom he's like hey, can i take a leak i was like yeah and then uh, he asked for. Stop that thing. Oh, pause. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Whoa. Never mind. He like he like uh, he was like hey like uh, I think you're out of like I think I need a towel or something like that or whatever you know like like to dry my hands. And I was like oh yeah my bad I got it in the dryer yeah so I get it out the dryer and I go and I give it to him and then I like look and the bathroom door is open and like he has his gun like with the holder and everything like on top of the toilet. And I was like, why are you carrying that now? And then he said this. And this is how I know people think irrationally now. He said that he went and bought some AirPods, like some used AirPods from somebody. And they were trying to, like, get over on him because he found out he tried to test them. And he said, like, they weren't working. So then, like, the dude tried to drive off. And he was like, man, like, if I had my gun on me, like, it, he'd have been done. And I was like, damn, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. Man. You're not trying to say. AirPods? Like, AirPods cost 150 bro. Right. What happened? 
for some AirPods. AirPods cost one fifty. I know. Okay, I guess to play devil's advocate or like just to see from his perspective, it was like it was a sketchy situation. But still, I mean. No, that's not what he's saying. Though. Not for protection. He's saying because yeah. of the situation, he was gonna shoot him because yeah. Yeah. with some AirPods. That's a little over the top. I mean, yeah. like your he, life. He didn't do that, and he's still in the situation he is now, so he's good. Now, I don't feel like needing to carry a gun in case that situation happens again is necessary. Right. I mean, unless he's doing it for other reasons. But it's just like some stuff, like even if you were to just say shoot somebody, right? Now look what you didn't got yourself into. <laughs> now the people, the family you thought about, whatever, you can't even see them no more. You, they, they restricted to access to you. They got this <laughs> memory of you in their head, and that's how you are now. So it's just like there's other ways to... Like uh, even Daniel said, you try to um, de-escalate the situation before just going to the extreme, you know, option Z. Yeah, so that's how I feel on that. All right. Well, Jay, my bad for cutting you off earlier, man. You go ahead and ask your question, man. <laughs> Don't surprise him. What I was about to, anyways, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. When it comes back to, I guess I'm going way, 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 way back, but... Lamar was about to start talking about surviving, and it kind of reminded me. But when Daniel was talking about surviving, and I guess, um, you know, when he was asking if our, our parents, if you feel that we, our parents are scared or something like that. Yeah. Um, so what about, I've always, I've always wondered about this question. So say you have a kid or whatever, and you're like telling them, all right, don't do this, don't do this, like don't do that. But then they hit you with the question like, well, why can't I do it? You did it too. Like you did it when you were my age, or you did it. Why can't I do it? So like, how are y'all gonna? How would y'all like address that situation? Because I don't know how I would answer that question. Like, how do you tell them? How do you tell? Because I feel like o- older people. I feel like older people have told me, like, don't do this, don't do that. But well, I've, I've, I've done it. You know, I, it was my mistakes, or whatever. But I don't want you to do it. So how do you? I don't see how you can really. It's, it's a hard situation for me. I feel like I didn't understand as a kid because, you know, of course you think everything's your way, everything's right, you know, you're doing stuff the right way. But when your parents say, like, oh, I'm just trying to make sure you don't make the same mistake I made, oh, I'm just trying to make sure you don't end up like me, um, it's easier to see when you're older, at, well, from my perspective, because it's like, all right, they're, they, all they're trying to do is, as much as I might hate it, they're trying to make sure I don't mess up. Um, so I feel like the way you handle it is just saying, like, Oh, you might not understand now, but I'm trying to help you out, basically. Is and from there, I mean, when you're a kid or whatever, um, I feel like you know you take, like I said, everything's 50/50 earlier. So you take that what you hear from somebody else who may have gone through something or done something you've done before, even though you might not know it or you might not think it or you might not believe they've been through what you've been. You kind of got to be like, all right, let me take that, let me use my own experiences, combine it together. And make sure I don't, you know, just mess up or nothing like that as much as I can. So, so the piggyback on what he just said, like, <laughs> it was, he said it perfectly. Like, you I'm really want you, you really want to understand it until you're older. But like the question Jay asked was like, so for me, if I'm the one giving the advice or like explaining, like my kid or whatever said, you did it. So why can I do it? The way I would like teach them. I would be like, okay, you shouldn't do this because, and then I'll give like reasons why it backfired on me. Like, cause giving those personal experiences helps. It's just like the human 
your thing for people to relate to you. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm telling you don't do this, just don't do it, then you're gonna you kind of go you're gonna go against it. But if I tell you don't do this because when I did it, it happened to me, is now it's like okay, let me take heed of it. You're still you still might be like curious or still have that urge to just see for yourself because like everybody does, but still you're gonna still be you're gonna take precaution. Cause okay, Lamar said um, easy example I guess to use. Lamar said don't rob a bank because you can go to jail. Damn, but you Daniel, me telling you that you still can buy. Mm, okay, you tell me don't rob a bank because I can go to jail. So I'm gonna take precaution, but you still might be curious about robbing the bank. But in your head, you're gonna be like, okay, if I rob this bank, it's a possibility I go to jail. Yeah. By me using that personal. <laughs> you it's a different perspective or scenario that you come up with your head that okay this may or may not go well it might not go well by me end up in jail but i know the possibilities i can come with this action type of thing so just providing a life your own personal example behind the advice you give makes the advice more credible in a sense yeah i feel that I think my pops like taught me a different one like that, where he was like, prime example, he he found out I had like just lost, you know, what I'm saying my virginity. You know, yes, yeah, sir. He just kind of, he just kind of, get action, get action, get action. He just kind of told me he was like, he's like, you ain't gotta say nothing, but like, I know. He's like, I know the way you're looking at her. Like, I know what you're doing. He said, but hey, like, don't be raw dogging. And I was like, raw dogging. I was like, what does that mean? And then he was like, uh, you know what I mean? He's like, man, just make sure you wrap it up. And he's like, and he didn't say you don't want to end up like me, but I looked at my props and I'm like, dang, that man got six kids. Like, I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be like that. But my granny always, uh, so to answer the question directly, like directly, my granny taught me this. And it comes with like, you having respect for like, you know what I mean? Your parent and like, you know, the kind of relationship that you have with them. My granny's always told me this, like, and because I would try to, like, you know what I mean, fight what she was saying or even what my mom was saying. But my granny was like, one day we had a stoplight, and she said, do as I say, not as I do. And I was like, dang, like, that, that was pretty powerful because I was like, she told me to go out here and do this X, Y, and Z and do right by this or whatever. And I trust my granny. My granny's never told me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you ever heard your parents say, like, I ain't, ain't going to tell you nothing wrong. You know what I mean? And it's like, Every time my granny has been right, like I hated to admit that, and even to this day, like my granny is still right about a lot of stuff that, like, you know what I mean. So she always told me, like, do as I say and not as I do. I may not have been able to walk the same like path that you did, but I do have some knowledge as to like, you know, where that can lead you or, or like what this is up to and like how that's gonna end if you do it this way or what this could be if you go this way better, you know. So. I think, you know what I mean, it's just, yeah, like that. Like, I'm going to tell my kid the same thing. Like, do as I say, not as I do. So if he's, you know what I mean, they want to go, he or she want to go and do a certain thing or whatever, and and maybe I never experienced that, and I tell them, like, I don't advise you to do that. Just do what I said. You know what I mean? Just because I never did it, I have more knowledge to understand that, like, you going to do coke every night is not going to lead you to where you want to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I tell you don't do that for a reason, right? I've never done that, but I understand what it can lead to. But, like, okay, I say, speaking on the other spectrum of that, though, like, Sam, do as I say, not as I do. Because, like, some people can tell you wrong. Yeah. Some people tell you wrong. Sure. And they, and then it's like, okay, you telling me this, but you're doing something else. 
And like, okay, how am I supposed to like that's where confusion comes from. Okay, you telling me don't don't do this, but you doing it. Or you're saying do this is gonna get you right, it's gonna change your life, but then you doing this. So like it's like I wanna say fifty fifty, but it come I say it's more so on the person that tells you that. I feel like that's more monkey see, monkey do. If I'm seeing you, you know what I mean, smoke weed every day, but you telling me not to do it. I like, like what you do, yeah. What you yeah, like, do. yeah, like you a liar, like you know what I mean. Like with some when people, they tell you like they drink and they be like, don't get drunk, don't drink, kids, and yet they doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like monkey see, monkey do. What, what they doing because it don't look like it's harming them. Right. It don't look like this is doing them. Like you know what I mean? It's something like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's something like that. Like but like that's why I say you gotta have reverence and like respect, like who and understand like where it's coming from. So. Her- yeah, you have that respect for the person telling you this because you know they're not going to steer you wrong. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like like I said, my granny told me that. You know what I mean? And that just came through experience. But um, if my pops were, like, when my pops told me that, like, like word for word, he was like, don't do this. He was like, don't be raw dog and ain't going to cap. Like, I'm still, I'm still like that. But, like, my point is, <laughs> I've understood, like, where it can lead me. Transparency. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I love the transparency. Still I love it. Do it. Still do it, man. But it's just the point of like, I understand how that led him this way, but I've taken different precautions to make sure I don't end up that way. You know? It's crazy though how like dads, because like guys understand guys. Because I'm, I had the same kind of situation with my dad. Like, it was like after I kind of graduated high school and I was like, always coming, like once I graduated, or up until like when I was like, close to graduating, whatever, I will always like leave the crib and like this and that. Like come leave the crib late at night and come back like fairly soon or just like and like my it was like one day my dad stopped me. He was like, um, I know what you're doing, blah blah blah. Like I can tell by the way you walk. I'm not stupid. Like you got <laughs> chest stick in the house, you got this aura about you, this and that. Like you leaving at two o'clock, coming back at two thirty, like two. You can leave me at two a.m., come back at two thirty, three o'clock a.m. It's like it's just crazy how like guys understand guys and like especially like your like your dad or your parents can read you. Yeah, that's kind of scary to me. Like, cause my parents still tell me, well, tell tell me and my siblings they like we we know what's going on with y'all. Like, we know when one of y'all are mad. We know when one of y'all are this and that. We we can tell by the way y'all op- like move around and operate that. Oh, he's feeling this way, or he's going through this, or he's doing that. Like they can, parents can read their child, their kids so well, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm like I haven't had my own kids yet, but like me being a, a being a child to somebody else and they reading me is crazy. But once I get to that stage, I want to be also want to be able to read my children too. So it's but it's crazy though. Nah, yeah, like I was really surprised because like actually when that happened. My mom, uh, like, I think he had just met my girl at the time. You know, we've been together for a few months, I think. Man. My granny was like, my mom was like, man, those. My mom was like, uh, <laughs> my mom was like, uh, you think they did it? And I was like, I was 16. He was like, you think they did it? She was like, did what? And then he was like, you know, girl, you know, you know what I mean? She's like, why would you think that of him? Why would you think that of her? Like, she's a lady or whatever. But he Meanwhile. called me. He called <laughs> me. He called me like 10 minutes. He was like, hey, I know 
I, I, I'm heading out right now. I'm leaving. I'm leaving your house or whatever. But I just wanted to let you know, be careful. And I was like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. And he's like, nah, man, you know what I'm talking about. He said, don't be out here raw dogging. And I was like, my dog's flicking it. Yeah, I was like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? But yeah. But I would say that learning from how my parents have like survived through everything, I feel like it has molded and shaped me or whatever. And I feel like one thing I do want to learn, and I have a question about survivability, is about finances, you know? And what really is it like to go through that or whatever, you know what I mean? Like survive day to day, in day in and day out or whatever, you know? Because one day we will have families, we will have other people that depend on us. And it's like, how do you really make, you know what I mean? Say you're a teacher. I mean, none of us I'm sure are, but say you're a teacher and you get paid once a month. You know what I mean? Or you are an entrepreneur and like, you know, the season ain't right. You know, like, how do you make it through those tough times or whatever? Like Briscoe was saying, you know, you got to be adaptable. You got to want to change. You got to want to be able to go through different things or whatever. But I think that uh, also another thing we touched on, like, do we think the time was wasted that when we did change and that, uh, you know, all those different things that Jay went through when he went to school? I think that every moment that we have has built us to be like where you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a believer in God and I believe that he's like, you know what I mean? Wherever God guides, God provides. So no matter like what it is that you're going through and what you're doing, everything you need to know, you already need to know. You know what I mean? And like until like you go through something else so you can be ready for that next stage. Like it's just crazy about how things like that work. But I wanted to ask all three of y'all, yeah, like with finances and like money, what is some way that you like, a way that you don't want to survive, a way that you don't want to live? Look. I was about to throw in before you asked the question. I was going to try to pick back off of that, but but see, ask the question. But look, a perfect. Let me throw in another word that goes with survival. That okay, it's will fit well with survival. I would say networking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay went to school for finance. He works at for at a bank. He'd be able to answer that question best. Like ideally, yeah, ideally you can answer that question best because you learned about that stuff. You're working in that yeah, industry. Yeah. Like, we each will have our own perspective or, like, ways to go about it. But I feel like Jay will have a good answer for that. That's where networking comes in. When you have enough people in your, having those people in your circle or even just, out, like, reaching out to those people that may have more knowledge on a certain topic than you. Mm-hmm. And once you get with them, that aids in your survival because it's something yeah. else you can learn. We're smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. So Jay, you, you should answer the question first, since you in that world, that finance. But it's not really a finance question, though. He was saying, yeah. say, say that. I mean, it was finance and related, but it wasn't really yeah, finance was the, way, the way I took it, though. Yeah, I was saying, I was like, what is it like in survivability? What is a way that you don't want to live? You know, because we always say we want time, money, and happiness, but like yeah. in surviving, do you feel like you can survive without one of the three? You know, and so like with finance, do you feel like you can survive with living check to check? Do you feel like you could survive with like, okay, if I make this every year, if I make this every month, like, what did y'all think? So, uh, I'm a firm believer in work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how busy I get, no matter how much work I get, I try not to get, I do work at home sometimes, and I do try to, you know, get stuff done. I'm a firm believer in don't let it fully like engulf your life and engulf your time so so one way i i don't want to survive when it comes to money is when 
I put money on a larger pedestal than I put like my family, like my personal life. Because uh, there's sometimes where it's you know it's five o'clock and I'm looking at I'm on my, I'm on, I'm typing on my computer and I'm like dang like, I really want to finish this. But I'm like wait like I really want to go to the gym today. That's my 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 physical goals. I really want to you know uh, reach my physical goals. So I'm like I can't I can't finish this today because I want to go to the gym. If I try to finish this today, I'm not gonna have time for the gym or Maybe I won't have time to go see my family or something, or I, you know, they they all go hand in hand. So I had a a, a boss tell me one time. She was like, uh, "What did she say?" She said something to the source of, "It's okay if you don't finish today, because you're gonna have just as much work to do. Even if you finish that today, what you're working on, you're gonna have just as much work to do tomorrow. It, it's it's a it's a revolving door. It's not like you're gonna finish this today and have nothing to do tomorrow." You're gonna have just as much work, if not work, more work to do tomorrow, the next day. So she's like, shelf it, go home, spend time with your family, do what you're gonna do, get your mind right, go to sleep, come back tomorrow, and you're gonna be on the, you're gonna be the same, on the same page as you were the day before. But the next day you're gonna be fresh and ready. Um, so, like I said, one way I don't want to live is just wearing, you know, work and money. And when I say work, it kind of goes with money because you know I get paid for working. So I'm, I'm saying work, but I really mean like my paycheck. But um i try not to let money um be like i don't believe when people say money is root of all evil but if it's in the wrong hands it is uh so that being said i just think that um what comes about the work-life balance that i really try to take care of myself first and then handle handle that situation first and then when the money gets involved um i guess uh, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I don't let it take over my goals or my family's goals or my values or anything like that. So I just try to, like I said, I just try to have a balance in my life. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, to answer the question, like, how do you not want to survive? I would say I don't want to survive, like, or not want to live. I don't want to be, like, below average or, like, in the terms of, like, you know, in a sense of, like, I don't want to live uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. now, I mean, there's nothing wrong, wrong with being below average. I mean, there's people who do it, make it work, but it's just like, I just want to live comfortably. Um, I understand everybody can't be the next biggest thing, the next big thing, whatever, the next greatest of all time. Um, but um, I just want to do something that works, that gets me to achieving my goals, you know, of like having experience over just work and sleep, work and sleep, work and sleep having experience, you know, meeting people, learning new stuff that I actually like learning. Um, So I just don't want to be uncomfortable. So yeah, doing anything to where I like, I'm bettering myself to where I don't have to struggle or I don't have to do something I don't like doing just to make stuff work. um, I would say that's how I would not want to live. I respect that. I like you then. For me, when it comes to like finances, like you said, like I want, like at least there's nothing wrong with being like below average, but I want to at least be financially stable. Where one, I don't have to worry about like when we go out, I want to be like, oh, do I have enough money to do this, or do I have enough money for this, no money for that. So like that's like more so short term. Like I want to be able to go out with no worries, or I want to go out and like enjoy myself, and then like long term with it, I want to be able to be like, okay. I have enough money that I can still take care of myself, but also still provide for my family and kids or just 
family that may need my assistance because like I have siblings and like I still want to when I get to that position where I actually can have enough money like to help out like my parents or not even help them out just like like still give back to them as like a thank you for like the stuff they did for me I wouldn't be that that's how where I want to be at financially but like we did an episode of a finance or a banking episode with our boy Justin and he put it out like he like the professional way he said it, he was like, you have three types of funds. So it's like you have the money for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Bills. No, I think he said something. It, it was like three different things. Money for yourself. Yeah. Things you just want to do and bills. And it was one other thing. Savings. I think. Yeah, I think he said savings. I think he said savings. So like. That's kind of how like I want to like I because everybody has that thing where they're always going to spend money on it. Like if that's like weed alcohol food or like travel like, like stuff like that everybody has that one thing or a couple things where they're gonna spend money on that regardless so like for me i try to split up like okay i know how bills so like if i don't have it if i don't have this money to pay for my bills i'm not doing this or that right or like okay my bills are taken care of now let me make sure i put some money away to save or make sure i don't spend this money so i can save it and then the rest of that money is for me to enjoy myself so like the way I look at it is like like finding that balance of each part of my life financially to make like make sure I'm secure in all areas. That's how I look at it. Respect. Respect. I got like two other questions as well. What is something y'all can't live without? Alcohol. Jesus. I <laughs> <laughs> was honest. I like the transparency. The transparency. <laughs> I would say uh, uh, one thing I can't live without, I mean, not like a physical item, but I like having a plan of what I'm about to do, no matter whether it goes left or right, um, good or bad, whatever. Um, But if I was just out here, like I like doing spontaneous stuff. Okay. But let's not be just spontaneous every day going into it not. Knowing I'm about to be spontaneous. Like I, I need to know, like, oh, we might get into this tomorrow, we might get into that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I cannot live without a plan or a mindset or a goal of somewhat, uh, even whether it's just cliche being successful. You know, it got to have something to keep me going because I mean, if I'm just out here doing nothing, trying to make myself happy other day, every day, rather than working towards something um then i would just i feel like i'd get burnt out and just not even just going through the motions is not for me so yeah i would okay so to answer that on a serious note i'll say like you said spontaneous but mine is more so not needing a plan i'll say mine is more so having to free having the freedom to options because like i don't mm-hmm. know how mm-hmm. to go through life with someone telling me like basically writing my life down for me like, I like to be the idea of, like, say, for instance, uh, okay, I, I'm up and bored, so I can go either go play basketball, I can go play, I can play video games, I can go out, I can get on a flight somewhere, go on a cruise, skydive, like, all this and above. I have the option to do whatever I want. But if someone was, like, controlling my life to where, like, you know, this, 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 no, you can't do that, you can't do that, like, having that freedom to do whatever you want, in a sense, Mm-hmm. I I like that. I like being able to like if I just want to lay down in my bed, 
I'm just lay down in my bed. If I want to go out and have fun, drink, enjoy myself, this and that, I'm going to go do it. You know? So you don't like restrictions? Yeah. I say restrictions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, if I have to, I can't live without not being restricted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to live with no bounds. Yeah, no boundaries, yeah. I can to a extent, because like every dangerous man. I was about to say, I was like, man. I to an like, extent, everything has boundaries. <laughs> but just like think about it though, like you, like your life is programmed type of thing. Like like the Matrix. But the people that took, I guess, <laughs> was it the blue pill? The people that took the blue pill, so they're living their life every day as like a robot. I couldn't do that. I need the spontaneity. To just like to enjoy myself and like let loose and stuff every once in a while. Like the guy who goes to work every day when scheduled. Every day. <laughs> you heard how you said that? <laughs> As all of us do. Yeah, but my days are not the same. Yeah, yeah. No, my days not the same. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. something different. And then even yeah, that, to a like, extent, yeah. to a certain extent. And then even though I'm not working all day, I still get off and have time to myself type of thing. So let me, I, let me let me pick your brain. Let me ask you a question. Just okay. you, just like directly. All right. I heard, I heard this recently, and it, and it opened my eyes. What like that's something that we all struggle with in the, in the world and in the country right now is boundaries, right? Limits and like restrictions. And so like, what is like you said? Like, I want to have this. I want to have this. But do you know that like those are like those are necessary in order to have unlimited like you know what I mean resources and like time and everything like that they say that uh the truth true freedom has boundaries true freedom has boundaries just because like say you say you're Jeff Bezos right say you're Bill Gates you're Elon Musk you're the richest man in the world and so like with that comes boundaries of what you spend your time on what you spend your money with and you have the freedom to go and do it here but you have like limits as to like Yes, I have the free will to do this, but it's just like, and I'm, I have the, I have the money, I have the time to go do the artists or artists, whatever. But it's like the more that I overindulge in certain things or whatever, like I'm losing somewhere else. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That comes with finding balance and also knowing, um, first off, like knowing the type of person you want to be, because like you already said, it comes with freedom, and like if you do this, you might miss out on that. So I guess the perfect way to tie that in is like. Yeah, I might have a family and I might be rich or I might be an NBA player or this and that. And like I can I can put all my time into sports or like living my life, enjoying the money. But then I'll be missing out on my family. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to be. First off, you have to be a, um, you have to be able to prior, prioritize correctly. One thing strong minded. So you're not being like caught up in all that caught up in that lifestyle and two you just got in three you gotta know the type of person you want to be and lifestyle you want to live mm-hmm. so i would be able to find me personally i'd be able to find balance and like because i feel like already i know i find balance enough to like spend time with all my friends spend the time spend time with my family spend time with myself like i feel like i'm very capable of finding that balance to like delegating my time to different people into myself and, and the things i want to do I hear that. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. Good Come, on. answer. Come on, man. I'm ready. I stay ready for the questions, man. Okay. Active. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, uh, for me, 
Uh, spiritually, I feel like I couldn't live without God. I feel like I found God, and it's like, you know what I mean? I don't know, like, it, it answers everything for me. Like, I don't got to, like, figure out a lot of two different, too many different things. I just, like, I mean, if I don't know something, you know what I mean? I just, I just take it as, like, well, like, you know what I mean? He's going to know more than me. You know what I mean? So I can't worry about tomorrow because I'm miss around and miss today. You know what I mean? Like, today was given to me. And so I got to live for today because tomorrow's not even promised yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what tomorrow even holds. I could die tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that, though. And so that's, like, the beauty of it. So, like, I feel like for me, I couldn't live without God. And, like, having that and, like, knowing that, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, what I do every day. And it's, like, something, like, I'm passionate about. But then um, the way I don't want to live, the way I don't want to live is in a way of no uh, no restrictions. And that's why I was like asking you that because it, it was something that I opposed. And so like because I did think like like oh like if I have everything I want, everything that I want, like you mean like Martin Luther King says, like, you know, too much is given, much is required, right? Like you know what I mean? Like they say that a lot. And then for a while I didn't get that, but it was like if I have a lot of money, there's gonna be a lot required of me. If I have a lot of time, there's a lot required of me to do and to manage with that that goes along with it. So if I have family, if I got people under me. Like, it's something that I got to do in order to, like, make sure that I'm managing and taking care of it the way it's supposed to be taken care of, you know? Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what I mean? As they say in the movie, right? It it all, all like, goes together and, co- like, coincides, like, with one another because, like, if not, like, there's no limits, there's no boundaries or whatever. Like, it's just a constant cycle of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a, there's not anything that you know that, like, I won't go above this. I won't go under this or anything like that, like, I just feel like, not necessarily, in a, like, in a, like I say, in a restricted way, but, like, you know your limits, like, you know, like, all right, I can drink this much, and I'm fine, all right, I can spend this much, and I'm fine, okay, like, I can, I can do this, and, like, and I'm still whole, I'm still myself, I don't lose in any kind of area, because, like, I know my boundaries, limits of everything, you know what I'm saying, like, that's, like, really it, and, like, and, like, he said, it does come with a good balance, but I just feel like, if I have too much or whatever, they say like there's a there's a psychology like uh project that they did and like kids who played in a place where there was no fence they stayed in the middle because like there was it was endless it was endless right they could like like say say in a back say you're in a in an open field right you gonna all four of us are gonna play with one another we're not about to go and like go and explore on our own by ourselves right over there psychology like look there's, there's i'm so serious like there's a psychology there's a psychology research that says like you will be right there but if there was a fence around us we're going to explore every amount to the limit so we're going to go up to all the way up into the fence figure out what that area is like figure out what this area is like we're going to explore that but if we were to be with no limits no boundaries we would be together like more close-knit and like it would just be you wouldn't explore you wouldn't know like you know what I mean because it, it like it's just like space. We're out there in space by ourselves. What would you explore? Would you know? Because space is never ending. Okay. So like my take on that, I've been jet skiing before. Like I went okay. to and like I went when I went to Florida, it was like a wide range of water. Mm-hmm. And like I'm going as far as I can. But say the second time we were jet skiing, we went to Austin and like we had no really restrictions. So we were going everywhere. We went up through the whole like waterway. So I feel like using your analogy, like okay, it's a res- it's an open space, and I'm with a group of people. And we're playing. Yes, we might stay in a stay in a small place in a circle because we're playing with each other 
and it depends on what we're playing. But if we say, for instance, we're playing hide-go-seek in this open space, I'm going, I'm exploring type of thing. So it really just depends on a scenario. But it does make sense because, like, if you're not restricted, it's like, why? It, it's like that. If I've been caged up all my life and I get some freedom, yeah. I'm running. <laughs> yeah. But you have no you have no limits to push. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. No, you, have, you, have nothing, you have nothing to push, nothing to, like, you know what I mean, to grow and to expand beyond. Because yeah. you already are what you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like that's exactly how a snake like grows out of its skin because they outgrew that. Like how a turtle, that I mean not a turtle, but a a hermit crab does the same thing. Like it outgrows its shell. It grew. It grew beyond the limit, the boundary that it had. And so like if you don't have that, like you always gonna be the same. It's always yeah. gonna be that because like that's just what it is. There's no more beyond. Yeah, like if you don't have that outside uh, factor telling you no or telling you to stop or telling you no, you can't. This is the limit. Then you're not gonna test that limit. So that's why I get where it come from, where, like, if it's open space and the kids are going to play together, but, like, by the same time, it comes to, like, inside you and type of person you are, if you're curious or not, and stuff like that, that can kind of, de- like, what's that, de- debunk that? Yeah, yeah. Guess. But, no, I get what you're saying, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you been using some big words, bro. You okay. can read me. I'm intelligent. You know, you got to nah, get deep in that bag. And man said, you know, I feel like that could debunk it. You know what I mean? Come on. And he said real casual too, right? Like he used that word every day. <laughs> oh man, let's we gotta go ahead and cap this because like we apparently as we, we keep diving into more and more stuff, this episode will end up being <laughs> to three, four, yeah, three to four hours long. So. Obviously, we got to do it again, obviously, but no, nah, this was actually a good episode, and like like me and Jay say, our best episodes are like when we have people on here that's knowledgeable what they want to talk about, but also where it's not just us leading the conversation. Yeah. So having both you, Daniel, and Briscoe on, each giving your own perspective, but then also throwing in like curveballs and stuff for us to like engage on, it makes the episode way better because it's like it seems more natural versus me and Jay trying to force something to say or to talk about to get y'all involved. Y'all are already involved as it is. By yeah. Yeah. So it makes it way easier on our part and for y'all part too, because y'all obviously are like confident about what y'all talking about. All I'm going to say is, I mean, I usually charge people for this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <I got it. laughs> I'll be back. But yeah, like, this was a good episode. Uh, most definitely. And then, at the end of the day, man, we're just trying to let y'all know, man, go out there, go survive. Like Briscoe said, be adaptable. Yes, sir. Like said, you know what I mean? Test your boundaries. Go beyond them. You know what I mean? Like Be active. You know, let's get active. Just be active. And be active. But, like, okay, let's before you close the day, let's end it with your quote again, Daniel. Say your quote again, because that, that was a deep one. I appreciate that, man. Uh, write your convictions and write your visions in ink, but write your plans in pencil. Say, say it one more time. Let's say it one more time. Then we're gonna snap. Say it one more time. Say, put, 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 put some, put some, like some. Let me get ready to snap. So go out on that. Put go some, out today. Go out today in 2022. We are in the sixth of January today. Go out tomorrow if you get it, and write your visions in ink. Write your convictions in ink, but write your plans. And pencil and stay blessed. That's 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 that. That was a good one. That was a good one. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Good luck. What's up? Oh, well, Lamar.
Briscoe, Daniel, what you finna do, man? Finna get active. active. Let's get active. Let's get active. Hey. But nah, appreciate y'all, man. Much love for y'all coming on here. And then till next time. Yeah, man, I appreciate you inviting me out here, man, to, to hop on, man. It meant a lot that you hit me up the other day. So appreciate that, bro. Hey, yeah, I appreciate it too. You're also welcome. But yeah. <laughs> We're getting it done. We're being active. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So bad, boys. What you gonna do?